Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you for worshiping the Lord. And again, I welcome you all here to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. We're going to go ahead and dive right in to God's Word today. Now, I might struggle a little bit with this handheld because I, I didn't realize how much I use my hands when I talk. But I do. You probably all know that already. But I want to just uh, talk to you this morning. The title of this message is Living with Hope. Living with Hope. Living with Hope. The question this morning is, can we live with hope when our world is turned upside down? Can we live with hope when our world is turned upside down? Can, can we live with hope when, when the lights go out in our life? Can we, can we live with hope when life seems unfair? Can we live with hope? Hey, can, can we live with hope when your 16-year-old baby boy is about to get his driver's license? Lord, help us. Prayer life goes to another level. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Can we live with hope? Can we live with hope? I want you to open your Bibles to Psalm 42. Psalm 42. Open up your Bibles. Or you got a, a device that you can pull it up on. Psalm 42. And I'm going to read this psalm to you first, and then I'm going to kind of share with you some things to bring it in context for what God would want to say to us today. Psalm 42. Now, most people believe Psalm 42 and Psalm 43 were one song, but eventually they were divided into two songs. But I'm just going to read Psalm 42. Psalm 42, As the deer pants for streams of water, my soul pants for you, my God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from the uh, Mount of Mazar. Call, deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony and my foes taunt me saying to me all day long where is your God why my soul are you so downcast why so disturbed within me put your hope in God for I will yet praise him 
my Savior, and my God. Father, we come to you today in the name of Jesus. We pray, God, and thank you for your word. God, may your word speak to us and encourage us today and help us, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Some scholars believe, actually most scholars believe that David, David actually, he penned the words to this song because of what he had walked through in his life. That David was the actually one that, that formulated the words because of the experiences that he had walked through. But the scholars believe that David took those words and he passed them on to his worship leader, Korah, and his sons to formulate this song which we just read Psalm 42 many believe that it also included Psalm 43 this psalm was written and formulated during a very troublesome time in this psalmist's life a very heartbreaking time obviously we just read it and that's one thing that I appreciate about the psalms um, I've been studying the psalms over the summer and still in those psalms and almost finished but that's one thing I appreciate about the Psalms is because they capture God's people walking through uh, mountaintop experiences in their life, but the Psalms also capture God's people walking through those valleys in their life. And so the Psalms remind us that God's people, yes, even God's people, we can walk through seasons that are up and down in life. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? We can walk through those seasons of ups and downs. You know, I was thinking about it. You know, sometimes in life we can have the hallelujah times and then the very next day it can be a hard time. We, we can have those times that, are the, that we're blessed and we can have those times that we're broken. We can have those times where there's, there's a miracles that we see God doing and then next thing you know we turn around and we find ourselves not in a time of miracles but in a time of mess. And we see ourselves going through these different places where it's, it's praise at times and then it's pain at times. It's, it's singing and shouting at times and then sometimes it's a struggle and a lot of stress. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? We, we've all been there. We can find ourselves walking like the psalmist here in Psalm 42. We can find ourselves up and down, up and down. If you noticed in that psalm, he's actually talking to himself. So if you've been talking to yourself, it's a, it's a Bible thing. Tell your neighbor you don't have to worry about you because you've been talking to yourself. This psalmist was talking to himself. And it was because he was going through these seasons. One, it might be a hallelujah season, a hard season, a blessed season, a broken season, a season of praise, a season of pain. And that describes where you are this morning and you're wondering if you can live with hope during those times, let me tell you some good news this morning. You can be in the mountain and you can be in the valley, but with Jesus Christ, you can always have hope even when you walk through those times. You can always have hope through those times. And the hope is not something that we stir up and muster up and say, today I'm gonna have hope. No, that hope comes from God. That hope comes from God. He, he's your source of hope. 
He's your source of hope. In fact, when you look in the Bible, God is always pouring out hope upon his people. He's given hope to his people. Just look through the scriptures and, and you can see God giving hope to the hopeless. You, you can see God giving hope to the weary, to the worried. You can see God giving hope to those that are suffering and those that are sick. God giving hope to the, to the broken, to the bound. God giving hope to the lonely and to the lost. We serve a God and that we can trust that will give us hope no matter what we're walking through in our life. Amen. We can live with hope because God is the source of our hope. And Psalm 42 reminds us that our hope comes from God. It comes from God. Now, I, I know what some of you may be saying, and, and I've, I can say it with you. When you think about the psalmist here, the psalm I just read to you, just back up a little bit, rewind and what he was saying how can we live with hope when we feel like the seas of discouragement are raging against us how, how can we live with hope when we feel like the waves of trouble keep pounding us how can we live with hope when it seems like the enemy is always winning what do you do in these times what do you do what well, a psalmist tells us what to do when he began to talk to himself Notice in verse 5, in verse 11, the psalmist says, Why, old soul, are you downcast? Why are you so disturbed? Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Verse, verse 5, he says, put your hope in God. Verse 11, put your hope in God. The psalmist is talking to himself, and he's talking to us today, and he's telling us that whatever we encounter in this life, you know what? You can live with hope, but you got to say, you know what? Today, in this very season, I am going to put my hope in God. I'm going to put my hope in God. So how do we do that? What, why can we do that? How can we do that? How can we live with hope? Let me tell you first that we can live with hope because God is trustworthy. God is trustworthy. The psalmist says, uh, some translations would read, instead of put your hope in God, I will put my hope in God. I will put my hope in God. That can be translated to say, I will trust God. I will trust God. I will trust God in whatever I'm walking through. The psalmist here in Psalm 42, evidently he, he was able to look back through his life experiences and he was able to say one thing for certain and that is I can trust God. I can trust God. I can look back over what I've had to walk through, the mountains, the valleys, and I can look back and I can say God has never failed me. God has been right there with me. I can trust him to bring me through what I'm going through. He's gonna give me hope. And the psalmist knew that God was stable when the world was unstable. The psalmist knew that when things were uncertain, that God is certain. And we can live with hope today because we can trust in the Lord. We can trust the Lord. Listen, our trust is not in man. Our trust is not in man. Man's going to let you down. Our trust is not in man. Our trust is not in man. Our trust is in God. Our trust is not in money. Your trust is not in your money. It's not in your bank account. It's not what you're bringing home every week. That's not what your trust is in. The trust is not in the government. Hello. And just let me, Lord, don't let me stop there. Keep going. I thought I heard somebody say, shut them down. Some parts need to be shut down. Lord, help me. They probably just took us off Facebook right now. Our trust is not in a political party. 
Our trust is not in the economy. Our trust is in the Lord. Hey, hallelujah. Our trust is in the Lord. In fact, David said, David said in Psalm 20, if you read Psalm 20 later, his testimony, think about it. His testimony said, uh, some trust in chariots and some trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Let that be your testimony. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we, God's people, we trust in the name of the Lord our God. We can trust in the name of the Lord our God when it appears like the wicked are winning. We can trust in the Lord our God when the seas are of life are raging against us. We can trust in the Lord our God in his name when the waves of trouble keep pounding us. We can trust in the Lord our God in his name even when everything in the world seems to be upside down. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Do you feel like your world's upside down right now? Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. That's a word for somebody today. We can live with hope today. We can live with hope today no matter how dark things get in our world, in our life. And the reason why we can trust the Lord and live with hope is we serve a God who we just sang about who loves us, hallelujah, and we can trust that he is in control. He is in control. Speaking with some people yesterday, and it's amazing, and I've told you this before, that people that are, are, that are not believers, people that are not followers of Christ, when you talk to them, you can hear the panic pounding out of their heart because of what they see happening uh, around us in our nation, in our world. And, and I understand where they're coming from. I'm concerned too. But I'm not in panic mode because I know my God is in control. He is in control. Hallelujah. So don't get caught up in that. You just declare, hey, some trust in horses, some trust in chariots, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. That's a good way to respond to that stuff. We can live with hope because we're trusting that, you know what? With God, all things are possible. We can trust in the Lord knowing that nothing is too hard for him. We can trust in the Lord our God knowing that he's greater and bigger than any trouble and any giant that we face. We can live with hope today, trusting God that he has helped us in the past. And listen, if he's helped you in the past, you think he's just going to kick you to the curb and leave you alone? He's going to help you as you go forward. Live with hope knowing that Jesus Christ is your Savior. Live with hope knowing that Jesus died on a cross to pay the price for our sins. Live with hope trusting that Jesus, knowing that he was raised from the dead, he conquered death, he conquered hell, he conquered the grave. Hallelujah. Live with that hope trusting God that he pours out his unfailing love upon us. Live with hope today, trusting that God's mercies are new every day. Live with hope today, trusting that God says, I'll be with you in the deep waters. Live with hope today, trusting that God gives life and he gives it abundantly, that he's for us and not against us. We can live with hope today, knowing that we're going to see the victory. We can live with hope today, knowing that we're conquerors, not in our own strength, but in Christ Jesus that we're overcomers in Christ Jesus and we can live with hope today knowing that God is on our side. God is on our side. He is on your side today. That ought to encourage your heart right now. Whatever it is that you're walking through, you're wondering, can I really live with hope? Yes, you can. You know why? Because God is on your side and you can trust him. You can trust him. And You know how and why you need to do that? Let me just go back to the psalm here. Psalm 42 verse 4 and 6 the psalmist says in verse 4 depending on what translation you're reading from I'm reading from the NIV he says these things I remember these things I remember verse 6 he says talking about God he says I will remember you 
That's very important for us because when your world seems to be crumbling, you need to remember what God has done for you. You need to remember what he's done for you in the past, what he's done for you now, and what he'll do for you in the future. You need to remember who God is. You can trust in the Lord. The psalmist says, I remember these things. What things? I mean, the things that God had done in the past. I will remember you, God. When your world seems to be crumbling, you need to remember you can trust in the Lord. When fear starts creeping in your life because of a, of a doctor's report or a phone call or, or whatever you're walking through, you need to remember you can trust in the Lord your God. When you start to feel the pressures of life weighing you down, you need to remember that you can trust in the Lord your God. That's why God gave you, so you can remember what God has done for you. Remember Remember to put your hope in God. That's what the psalmist was saying. I'm going to talk to myself a minute. Why, old soul, are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed within? The enemies keep looking at him and saying, where, where is your God? When is he going to show up? When is he going to work for you? And the psalmist has to stop and say, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to myself right now. My soul, I'm going to put my hope in God. I put my hope in God because I remember that I've seen him work before and he'll do it now. I can trust him. Remember to put your hope in God. Don't listen. Don't put your hope in people. Don't put your hope in appeal. Don't put your hope in a beer bottle or liquor bottle. Don't put your hope in, in relationships. Don't put your hope in dope. Don't put your hope in money. The list could go on and on and on. And newsflash for all of you you need to know today that all the things that I just mentioned, they leave you empty, they leave you broken, and they leave you hopeless. Amen. Just a couple of weeks ago, I came across a powerful testimony. Some of you may not like this guy. Some of you may. I like him. His name is Coach Prime. Put him on the screen there. I like Coach Prime. Now, they didn't do too good yesterday. They lost, but they played a great game. But the reason I like Coach Prime is because he's very vocal and bold about his faith in Jesus Christ. And I like what he's doing with the young men in Colorado. People can say what they want to say about him, but he is encouraging them. He's not only teaching them football, but he's teaching them godly life lessons. And I appreciate Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. This was his testimony a few weeks ago that he published. He said these words here. He said, I tried everything. Parties, women, buying expensive jewelry, and nothing helped. There was no peace, just emptiness inside. When I found Christ, I found what I had been missing all those years. In other words, the only solution for his life and the only hope for his life was Jesus Christ. And he don't mind sharing that at all. I wish I'd have had to picture him wearing the cowboy hat and the sunglasses on because he has it on. He says, you know what? I wake up in the morning and just begin to shout the name of Jesus so dem demons will start trembling. I'd play football for him in a minute. The only solution for our hope is Jesus Christ. And I'm asking you this morning, are you trusting in Jesus Christ? Are you trusting in Jesus Christ? Trust in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. 
Trust in Jesus. When the, when the world around you starts to crumble a little bit, when, when things seem like they're falling apart, when the waves of the world and trouble start to pound on you, just trust in Jesus. I will put my trust in Jesus. I will hope in God because he's trustworthy. Let me move on here. We can live with hope because God is working. Not only is he trustworthy, but he's working. That word hope here in Psalm 42 in the Hebrew, it actually means, it can mean to wait, to wait. The psalmist, here's what the psalmist is saying. The psalmist was saying, you know what? I'm going to put my hope in God. Here's what he's saying. I'm going to wait on God and I'm going to let God work it out. I'm going to let God work it out. Some of us want to get ahead of God and get in God's business and we need to just wait on God and let God work it out. Work it out. That means to wait with hope, wait with expectation. That's what the definition of hope is. It's, it's an expectation that, that something good and great is about to happen. See, some of us don't have hope. We don't expect something good and great to happen. Some of us are walking around. I'm talking about God's people. Some of us are walking around and we just always expect something bad is about to happen. You know anybody like that? Don't, 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 don't look. Always expecting something bad to happen. No, we, we have a hope in God. Our hope is in God, and that hope means I'm going to wait on God, and I'm going to expect because God is always working something good, and God is always working something great. We, we can hope in God. We can hope in God because he works all things out for our good and for his glory. We can hope in God because he takes what was meant for evil, and he can turn it into good. Hallelujah. You can live with hope today because God is always working. Here we go. Get ready. Get ready. He's always working, and he's working according to his calendar and not your calendar. Now, I'm going to tell you, I wish he would take my calendar. Don't you? I wish he would take my calendar. But he has his own calendar, and he's always working on his calendar. We can live with hope because we know God is working. He's working to deliver you. He's working to protect you. He's working to provide for you. He's working to supply all your needs in Christ Jesus. He's working out his perfect plan. He's working to help you and to heal you. He's working to direct you and to guide you. He's working to make a way for you. He's working. God is always working. You remember when God's people were at the Red Sea being pursued by the enemy and it looked like they had no place to go and God opened up the Red Sea for them to walk through? You see, God, he, he's always working and God made a way for them. You, do you remember when, when um, Peter was in prison and about to be executed by the enemy? God was at work in that prison and he made a way of escape. You remember when Paul was shipwrecked by the storm and he actually said in the word, it looked like all hope was gone, but God showed up and God was working and God made a way for them to be rescued. Listen, praise God that our God is always working. He's always working. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God because he's always working. Stop praying. Take my calendar, God. No, his calendar, his will. He's always working. I know what some of you are thinking right now. I don't see God working. I don't see God working. All I can see is the enemy working. 
That's all I see. That's what the psalmist said. He said, the work of the enemy is disturbing me. The work of the enemy has caused my soul to be downcast. But when we get to that place where we can't see God working and all we can see is the enemy working, he says, talk to yourself and say, you know what? Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God because he's working. Put your hope in God because with God, we win. We win. We win. Hallelujah, we win. Don't focus on the work of the enemy. Focus on the work of God. Don't focus on the work of the enemy. Focus on the work of God. You remember what I shared with you a few, few weeks ago that somebody gave to me that has just stayed with me and stuck to me. And this statement was made to me. Be aware of the enemy, but always be amazed at God. Be aware of the enemy, but always be amazed at God. Be amazed at the work God is doing. Come on, church. Come on, he's working. He's always working. Be amazed at the work God is doing. Listen, we baptized over 20 people last Sunday. God is working. Praise the Lord. We've had several people this past week that testified about being baptized with the Holy Spirit. God is working. We praise the Lord for what he's doing. God is working. Be aware of the enemy, but be amazed at God. Be amazed at his work. Souls being saved. Lives being changed. Lives being restored. People being delivered from alcohol and drugs. Believers being filled with the Holy Spirit. God calling people to the mission field. God opening doors and making a way where there seems to be no way. Listen, stop focusing on what the enemy is doing and focus on what God is doing. God is at work. God is at work. God is at work. We need to focus on what God is doing. You know, this past week, did y'all see what happened here in Mount Olive at University of Mount Olive, the campus there? They brought in and showed the movie The Blind uh, about Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty, you know, Happy Happy. Some of y'all might remember him and that show Duck Dynasty. They brought in the movie, showed it. They had uh, over 30 kids that were water baptized on campus over here this past weekend that, uh, that were surrendering their life to Jesus Christ. Praise God. I pray that fire would just begin to spread over that campus right into our community all across this nation. Let it be so. God is working. God is working. To God be the glory. Praise the Lord. I had a picture up there. Is that picture up there? There you go. That's one of the young ladies getting baptized there. That's, that's uh, Pastor Matt Sharp there. He's the, the campus pastor there. He's one of my favorite friends. You know why? Because when Tim Tebow came to UMO, for graduation I didn't have any ticket to go you ask my wife I think it was the night before two nights before I get a call from uh, Pastor Matt and uh, he said he had a message from the president of the college and he wanted to personally invite you to come and hear Tim Tebow speak and you could bring a guest with you hey I said hallelujah God's favor me and Matt like that No, nah, he's probably going to laugh when he hears that. But he's a great man of God. He's hungry for to see those students encounter Christ. And um, I, I praise the Lord that God is working here in our own community. Man, don't tell me revival's not happening. There's just pockets of it all over the place. God is working. God is working. 
Focus on the work of God. Put your hope in God. He's working. The last thing I want to tell you before we close it in prayer is that we can live with hope because God gives us a future. That word hope also means to be excited about the future. Oh, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful. The psalmist says, put your hope in God because with God you have a future. Listen to me, church, my brother, my sister, you can put your hope in God because with God you have a future. There's a great future coming to us. There's a good future coming to us. Sometimes all we can see is the here and now. Sometimes all we can see is the trials and the troubles. Sometimes all we can see is the pain and the problems. Sometimes all we can see is what the enemy is doing. If all we do is focus on the enemy, if all we do is focus on the here and now, then our souls are going to be like the psalmist. They're going to be downcast. They're going to be disturbed. And we need to make sure that we look up and live with hope because of what is to come. And what is to come every wrong is going to be made right the Bible says the Lord says vengeance is mine says the Lord vengeance is mine I know you get riled up I get angry I want to flip tables over when I see things going on in this world that are the injustices that are taking place but the Bible says the Lord says vengeance is mine listen what is to come vengeance is mine says the Lord what is to come one day the trumpet's going to sound and Jesus will come down from heaven in power and glory and the Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise and those who still are alive will be called up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so we will be with them forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hope in God because we have a future. What is to come? One day every knee's gonna bow and every tongue's gonna confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. What is to come? One day we're gonna be face to face with Jesus and those loved ones for eternity. What is to come? One day, one day God's gonna wipe away every tear from your eyes, hallelujah. One day, one day, hallelujah. We're gonna be with the Lord. We can live with hope. We can live with hope, brother, if you'll come and bring music. Thank you. We can live with hope because God gives us a great hope and a great future. Aren't you looking forward to the future that you have with God? I mean, he's working right now in this very moment, but God's got a future for us. He's got a future for us. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. He's got a future for us. He's got a future for us. It's going to be good. It's going to be good because we're in the hand of God and God is in control. Put your hope in God because he's trustworthy. Put your hope in God because he's always working. Put your hope in God because he gives us a future. Just give me the next few moments here. Maybe you walked in this morning and you are asking the same question. <laughs> Can I live with hope? When your world's turned upside down, maybe that's you. Maybe the lights have gone out. Maybe you're crippled by fear. Maybe there's chaos in your life. 
Maybe things look hopeless for you. Maybe it's a hopeless home, a hopeless marriage, hopeless health. Maybe you're wondering if that loved one in your life is ever going to surrender to the Lord and change. Maybe you're here today and you're disturbed because of what you're walking through. Your soul is downcast. You feel depression creeping in. Friend, listen to me, please. Just start talking to yourself. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in God. Put your hope in Jesus Christ. Look to Him. Look to Him. Talk to Him. Nobody looking around. In fact, I ask if you would just bow your heads right now, please. Close your eyes. God is at work. You walked in this morning and, and you're wondering if you can move on with hope because of what you're walking through, what you're facing. And you just want me to pray with you, pray for you. and Maybe you need God. To, maybe you need God to work for you. You need God to do a work for you. Nobody looking around. If that's you, would you just lift your hand and say, Pastor, that's me. Would you please pray for me? Please pray for me. Just keep your hand there where I can see it. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. You can put your hands down right now. Maybe you walked in this morning and you have no hope because you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. Friend, listen to me. We are hopeless because we are sinners we need a Savior and our Savior His name is Jesus He came to this earth with a mission to come here and be a sacrifice for our sin He's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world He went to the cross for you and for me He died He was buried and three days later God raised Him from the dead and he is alive he is alive he's my God he's my savior as the psalmist declared it and he's our hope our living hope and he can be your living hope and lasting hope today but it comes from you repenting of your sin that means to turn from your sin and turn to Christ and by faith receive him into your life and believe on him Nobody looking around. Maybe you're here and you've never surrendered your life to Jesus. You've never been saved. You've, you've never made a commitment to Christ. Maybe you have and you've drifted away, but today you, you, you just sense the Holy Spirit just uh, drawing you back to the Father right now. And, and you'd like to make a, a fresh commitment to the Lord uh, or a new beginning with God today through Jesus Christ. Nobody looking around. Would you just raise your hand and just say, that's me. Would you pray for me? I, I need to... Thank you, sir. God bless you. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you. God sees your hand. Is there anybody else? Just feel that, uh, that desire to, that 
to make a decision for Christ today to surrender all. Listen, it's the most important decision that you will ever make in your life. Please don't play around. Sir, ma'am, please know that you know that you're saved. Repent of your sin. Place your faith in Jesus Christ. Receive salvation today, for the day of salvation is right now, right here. This is the day of salvation. Just surrender to him right there where you are. Just surrender to him. Just pray to him. Pray, Jesus, I am a sinner. I have sinned. I have fallen short of your glory. And today, I am convicted of my sin. And and I turn from it. I return. I repent. I, I put my faith in you, Jesus Christ, to be my Lord, to be my Savior. Please, God, forgive me. Forgive me. I believe that you shed your blood on the cross to wash away my sins, to give me new life, to make all things new. I thank you for doing that in me right now. I receive that salvation in my life, in my soul. Save my soul. Save my soul. I give my life to you, Jesus.